What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserve Radio. Uh, so first off, before we get into the episode tonight, I just would like to talk about something more uh, meta about the podcast here. So I was I was browsing our very like we have all these social medias that we are notoriously bad about using right now. Um, so if you go back and you can rewind the podcast right now and go back to the intro there i said no reserve radio right half of our social medias and our like rrs feed or rss feed whatever are listed as no reserve radio but some of them including the logo we use is listed as no reserves radio and i just i i'd like clarification are we no reserve radio or no reserves radio reserves sounds much better to me I guess I I'm gonna keep saying no reserve because I it's easier to say I uh, Angela what because you were here at the start like I was and it was you and Adam that kind of went on the no reserves because you all were setting everything up um was there necessarily a reason was it because you thought it sounded better or yeah I thought no reserves sounded better than no reserve. I'll change everything, but I just, I had that question I could have asked you off mic, but here we are. Um, so here we are, we are in playoff basketball now, finally. Um, so that's going to be basically the entire episode, but before we go into that, we are going to start with the question of the week. We are going to do it a little differently this week. We are going to actually keep it basketball related, which if you remember back in episode one, we said the question of the week would not be basketball related because that defeated the purpose of it, which was to get us thinking and get our brains working because they don't most of the time. But this one, since it is the start of playoff basketball, the best time of the year, we will have a basketball-related question, specifically an NBA-related question because I needed to address that. So the question is, in your opinion, what is the biggest or best moment in NBA history? I have a couple. So these are whether they're biggest or best is up for debate. Biggest moments would be LeBron James, the decision. Not for positive reasons, not for negative reasons. It's just a big moment. That's up there. Yeah. Um, flu game. Definitely up there. Yeah, that's up there. Uh, Jordan on Father's Day, right after losing his dad in the playoffs. That's up there. The block. The block. Uh, what are some others? What? What? What are your favorite? What are your favorite big moments? Because like my bias goes to like Reggie Miller, eight points in nine seconds, or um, if we're gonna go the opposite way, like just because it's more in my head for biggest NBA moments. The Malice at the Palace is definitely up there. Um, yeah, that's fair. What about Kobe tearing his Achilles and then sinking both free throws? That's got to be up there, too. That's got to be up there. Uh, Kobe's last game. Kobe's last game. I was going to say Kobe's last game is there for sure. Um, we were talking about this off-air just a little bit ago, but the We Believe Warriors beating the one seed Mavericks in the first round. Yeah. Um, God, there's so many good ones. Shaq and Kobe in the 2000 finals. Um, 
about to say Shackcast. I have some moments. Shack shattering backboards. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily because it like that prior to the technology of non-breakable backboards, it kind of happened all the time. Um, if we're going back in the past that far, obviously the NBA ABA merger is a big one. Um, I know you're not the biggest fan of the ABA. You think it doesn't matter, but like Julius Irving came from the ABA. Like most of the modern game is closer to the ABA than what the NBA was at the time. So, um, Vince Carter, the dunk of death. Who did he dunk over? It was in, I think, FIBA. Ooh. I Iverson for Tyronn Lue. I don't know. I've given all of them. You guys are not helping me here. No, you haven't. I gave a few. Did you? Yeah. Austin, favorite big moment in NBA history. Go. Um, that clutch corner Ray Allen three. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, the one that saved LeBron's legacy. Kawhi's yeah. game winner against the 76ers. The bounce. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's one. That's got to be yep. too. About yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll think of more, but we can talk about that more off air. So let's talk playoff basketball. Yeah, let's are, do it. We are tonight. Will be game three. I think tonight's the first of the game threes. I don't think last night. I believe game. so. I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, again, right. we say this every episode. Full disclosure: we are recording on Thursday because we are bad at editing. Eventually, we are going to have someone full-time editing so that we can record closer to the release date, which will make way more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, last week was the play-in. This week is full-blown playoffs. So, we'll talk individually about series and not games because the games haven't been necessarily. Not all of the games have been really great. So, we'll start with... I think the hottest topic this week, which is going to be the Kings and the Warriors. Um, this guy. Is it not the hottest topic of the week? This guy. Or, so Ren got on here. See, this is why Ren being the host is so suspect. Because he got on here, he had that intro, and now he's going to talk. He's going to do his little. He's going to start the show with his victory lap, basically. My that's, victory that's, lap. What is my victory lap here? The Kings. Your victory lap is no, the no, king. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm like, I I will take my victory lap after the NBA Finals when the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento are Kings aren't going there, but going. Sorry. That will be my victory lap right now. Specifically talking about Kings Two Warriors Zero and what got us here. And more specifically, I want to talk about Draymond Green and Demontis Sabonis, which I think is the bigger story than the Kings being up 2-0. Um, so, but yeah. by now, I think everyone has seen the play in question. Sabonis falls down, uh, says he was protecting his head. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I. It looks like that's what he's doing, but it also looks like he's grabbing at Draymond's leg, so he's kind yeah. of doing a little bit of both, but I think it was two weeks ago, Draymond kicked someone in the head, so there's also that to it. Either way, shouldn't have done it. Draymond pulls his leg free, stomps on Sabonis' chest, and then jumps off Sabonis' chest. Uh, (laughs) At the time, Warriors were down three. Uh, 
Draymond gets ejected, gets the flagrant two. Sacramento gets two shots in the ball back. Basically seals the game. Draymond goes on to get suspended. So he is out tonight for game three. So we'll start with the do you think the suspension was warranted? Do you think that it was just a fluke accident like a lot of Warriors fans are claiming right now? How do you feel about that play? Are you on um, Team Draymond here, or are you just completely kind of. different? Um, I, I'm kind of on. I'm not all the way there. So I think that part of the suspension has to do with Draymond's legacy. Absolutely. So it's not That's like... exactly this was, what I was going to say. It's not like this was a first-time offense. And while I don't think the play was smart per se, Draymond is generally the enforcer of that team. So Draymond's going to do what Draymond's going to do. So I d- it, here, here's, here's the thing about that, though. If Draymond doesn't react, if Draymond just trips, like flops, does the Chris Paul or LeBron James, just sells it, that's a technical, maybe even a flagrant one. I don't think it's a flagrant one on Sabonis. It's definitely a technical. You're down three. That gets you shots and the ball back when you are down three because of the added dramatics because not only did he do the stomp but then he jumped up on the scorer's table and antagonized the fans and really just drew attention to the fact that he just did something really stupid yeah there's just you have to be smart during the nba playoffs any sport playoffs you cannot make stupid decisions like that that's not a basketball play he completely screwed over the Warriors because now he's out. Yes, they have players that could step up, and if they do, they are at home. But the the Warriors are under the pressure here, right? Because are. Well, are they, though? They're the, defend- I mean... they're the defending champions. The Kings have nothing to lose. Yeah, the Kings are playing with house money. Yeah, they're just having fun. Like, they've been doing all season to great success. And they're the higher seed. Like The Warriors are way more under pressure, and now they're going to be under more scrutiny. They're missing one of their key players, whether you like Draymond or not. He is a vital part to that team. And it's just over something stupid. Because it, it, whether you agree with me that the Kings are going all the way, because they are. No. Going down 3-0 against this Kings team, you're not getting out of the first round now. There is no way they're coming back from that. I don't think they can come back down 2-0 just because this team, once it gets steam, is just unstoppable. But I spoke long enough on this, so it's your turn. I mean, it's not the worst things Draymond's done in his entire career. And I think the Warriors are equipped to handle that. They have, if I'm not mistaken, they, you know, this is, this is easily, they are the most savvy playoff experience team in the playoffs, at least as a unit. Obviously there's one LeBron James in the playoffs. So, <laughs> so it's not, it's not the end of the world. I don't think it's the uh, end of the world. Austin, I'm going to force you to participate. I was just waiting my turn. So, so what is your opinion on 
the Warriors King series, and in particular, the Draymond Sabonis situation? So, a little <clears throat> like what Angelo said, I think it's his legacy. I was starting to think of it as a way of, like, if you're going down a highway, if there's two cars going over the speed limit, one SUV, one sports car, you're going to pull over the sports car because you're assuming that they're going to be the ones that you want, right? I mean, I'm just going to drag race them, but yeah. Yeah, well, okay, whatever. But, so, like, it's just who he is. I think the suspension was unwarranted, especially with the Sabonis antics as well. I just, uh, I have a hard time saying that because if Draymond had reacted, yes. But what he did, like, if some he grabbed a hold of him, how many times a game does someone grab a hold of someone? It's all the time. It's every rebound, essentially. It's the fact that what he did then was essentially assault him. He stomped on his chest. Draymond Green is not a small boy. No, he's he's a big man. He's a big, big man. He is, as the kids say, thick. Um, yeah, but as... when you're getting grabbed for a rebound, you're getting grabbed like at your waistline. Not your ankle that could put you out for your season. I mean, stomping on someone's sternum could put them out for careers. Nah, they'll be fine. <laughs> I don't like this new Austin that agrees with Andy and on everything. It's kind of um, so we're going to move on because y'all are wrong. The Kings are going to win this series. It's... It feels like a given at this point. They play tonight at it's NBA. It's not a given. It's a given. It's not it's a, a given. given. They are making the NBA Finals. Listen, listen. I'm going to hold judgment because have the Kings gone into Golden State and won? Uh, I don't have their series. We'll find out tonight. Me, but we will find out tonight. No. The answer is no. Okay. Gonna... Let me. Hold on. Hold on. Which team has home court advantage? It would be the Kings. Um, so let me, let me turn this question around on you. Have the Warriors gone into Sacramento and won? Not yet. They haven't at all. That's why I'm saying the series hasn't started yet. The series doesn't begin until you have a team lose at home. Then that's when things get interesting. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) That is the, yeah, okay, so... (laughs) Going to into our next, we're going to go to your homeboy here. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go to, you thought I was talking about the Lakers. We're not. We're going to talk Cavs. about. No, I no. no, 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 no. We're not talking what? about the Cavs. We're not talking about the Cavs. We're going to talk about the Clippers and the Suns. Oh, Lord. We are going to so... talk about the Clippers and the Suns. Specifically, we're going to talk about the Game 3 tonight. What is What is special about Game 3 tonight, Angelo? That Kawhi will not be participating. Or Paul George. No, Kawhi will not be participating. Huh. All that low. Quick interjection. Go ahead. Uh, The Warriors are 3-1 and when it comes to Sacramento. Undefeated at home and have taken one game in, uh, for the regular season at least. Taking one game in Sacramento. Things are going all the way. (laughs) So... Kawhi, he he's not playing tonight. That's that's weird. He he prolonged his career by resting a random game in November, right? 
it's almost like it, it's completely irrelevant and he should just play those games because you're going to get injured anyway. If you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. Or tonight, he's feeling a little under the weather and is deciding to load manage during the playoffs, which, great leadership if that's the case. So, the series is currently tied 1-1. One to one. Uh, Do we have a game? We do have a game tonight, 10.30. I will be asleep. I will catch the highlights in the morning. Um, the Suns and Clippers, I think that's the only unique situation going on with Suns and Clippers is Kawhi being out. I don't think there's any other um, strange... I'm I about to say, I injuries. will say, it's see. It, we'll see. The oh, Clippers well, did take a game one in Phoenix, which is always good, but if okay. the Clippers so the don't have Kawhi's, they, they're, the, they're the Clippers in the water. don't have Kawhi or Paul George. So. Yeah, I told you. They don't have either. But if they don't have Kawhi in this series, they're dead in the water. So I, mean, I, I think they're dead in the water. Anyway. I, yeah. It's, so, it, anyone that knows me knows my three least favorite players. I'm not going to spoil the third one because that's coming up. But my three least favorite players in the NBA include Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul. So I do not want... I, like, if both teams could lose this series, I would be happy. Nope. Sons to the finals. Oh, God. Why? Why? CP3 ring. Um, I don't know why this Best made point guard of all time. All right. When we do our off-season rankings, which are coming up, um, no, he's not even he's not even on my top ten anymore. At one point, he was. He's not anymore. He is at this point in his career one of the most overrated players in the league because people still act like he makes game-changing difference. Um, wow, you're wild. Do you think he still does? He's like a net negative on defense. Uh, breaking news, Brogdon won sixth man of the year. That's not surprising. I, yeah. think, most, I think that was all of our predictions. Yeah, that was yeah. our consensus for yeah. sure. Um, yep. Side note, since we're going off on that. So apparently the Rockets are interested in bringing Harden back this offseason. Cool. I mean, he probably misses those strip clubs. How? He probably misses What? Harden's career has been interesting, I think. It really has. I was thinking about that today, like, going back, because I'm not going to say I forgot he was on OKC, but I forgot he was on OKC. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and it's not that he wasn't great while he was there. It's just, like, the Harden that emerged after he left OKC just completely like overshadowed. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even close. Um so Clipper Suns. I forget who I picked. You picked the I, Suns. I think I picked the Suns. I think we all picked the Suns. I, I just thought the series would go seven because I thought that the Clippers would have Kawhi. But if that's no. not the case then no. No, he uh he bent his fingernail back today, so he's out for the next. It's two weeks. a right knee. Stop it. Oh, he bumped his knee on the desk, and now he's out for. Two oh days. my god. Uh, well, we're we're not gonna we're, we're we'll we'll move right on to my third least favorite player in the NBA. Just might as well knock these all out of the park. It's also your boy, 
So Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. Granted, <laughs> they don't have Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero broke his hand. He's done for the postseason. Yeah. Which it doesn't matter because the Miami Heat are going to be done for the postseason. <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo. Would you say he's a top three player in the NBA? Right now, yeah. Okay. Austin, would you agree with that assessment? Obviously. That's a consensus. So, Giannis Antetokounmpo out for game two, right? Yep. The Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis Antetokounmpo and with top player Jimmy Butler, um, as Angelo is wanting to call him, uh, 81 points in the first half. Yeah, the Bucks are nasty. The Heat are just bad. <laughs> and it's not that the Heat are bad. It's that Jimmy Butler is not a good player. The Heat's depth is bad. The Heat's depth is terrible. Well, I mean, it, it did get It's terrible. Better. No, finish the sentence. It's terrible. I don't want to say... I won't say it's terrible. It, I said it was terrible because when we did our Christmas wish list episode... I said the Heat needed a bench. Yep. And it it definitely got better as the season went along. And we didn't comment on that, and we should have, because we didn't do due diligence of following up on our statements. The Heat's bench got better as the season went along, and I think that's how they improved their standings. But Tyler Hero going out, that's just... Yeah. He's too important to that team. Not only that, you have the Bucks in the first round who had the one seed. You had to win the play-in tournament, basically, to get in. It's it's just a bad situation. I mean, when you can't stop Pat Connaughton from dropping 22 on you, you've got problems. You do have problems. But, you know, if you had an actually good defensive forward, maybe you wouldn't have Pat Connaughton drop. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going <laughs> to let history speak for itself. Um, who's the next on the docket? Who did we? I'll give you the Cavs and Knicks. What do you want to talk about with the Cavs and Knicks? I am kind of shocked the Knicks took game one, but also not shocked the Knicks took game one. I think what you said happened. They came out. They didn't know what was going on, and it was a rough first game. Like they even held they held the Knicks to like I believe it was one hundred six to ninety one and. Now, that's 106 in today's NBA isn't terrible, like at all defensively. So I think they just came out stale and they corrected in game two, and now they got to win New York. So they got to win game three or four, hopefully. I think the most interesting part of game two was how bad Mitchell Robinson played. Yeah. I think he had like two points. Yeah. Brunson has been absolutely torching us, but well, Brunson has just been since he was on the Mavericks. Like, if the Mavericks still had Jalen Brunson and not Kyrie Irving, I think we're talking about them being in the. I don't know. I, I probably the sixth seed. I don't think they have the defense to go any higher than that this season. I could see that, but yeah, with. I, that's going to be the worst non-re-signing. Like, when we're looking back at, like, worst GM decisions of 2023 when we get to that in the offseason, 
I think we're going to be looking at not re-signing Jalen Brunson as one of the dumbest things that happened this year because he has been fantastic. Um, game one. Mitchell Robinson had a terrible game one, too. Side note. Um, I just don't think the Knicks are the team that matches up badly against the Cavaliers. I think they actually match up really well because... That's true. The Knicks a lot of depth, and they've got a lot of outside ability. That's true. Nobody is getting inside on the yes, uh, no. cap no. because you've got Mobley and Jared Allen. It's just not happening. Yeah. Coro is pretty solid. He's he's a versatile defender for sure, but mm-hmm. he's a, a pretty, I would say, decent interior defender. Like you're not getting to the rim, but the Knicks are very good at moving the ball and getting the open shot. So I don't think they're the best matchup for the Cavs. I think after this series is when the Cavs are really going to start to shine because I still do think the Cavs are getting out of the series. I don't oh, think yeah, New York has the top-end top firepower to beat the Cavs. No. I do think they have the firepower to take a game or two away from them, though. And even and the, the thing that was most encouraging to me is even game one, we only scored 90 points. Donovan Mitchell still had, I believe it was 38. It was either, it was close to 40 points. And I was like, okay, we're going to be fine. Mitchell's going to do what he's going to do. And I think the, the rest of the guys are going to figure it out as they go. Yeah, oh, yeah. they'll step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. I think you got to get more out of Garland, though. I, yeah, no, 100%. This is also, this is his first Didn't he just have a good game last night? Or, um, yeah, I think he had like 19 points. Player, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he had 32 points last night. Oh, he had 30. I thought he had over 30. Oh, wow. But I just think overall you've got to have more out of him. He is your lead guard. Obviously, yeah. Donovan Mitchell is the best player on this team. Unless, if you value, like, it's difficult. because He's the best scorer on the team. He's the best scorer on the team. I think Mobley yeah. is still the best overall player on this team. Uh, Mobley is scary. I might overrate defense, but I think Mobley, he's not going to win. Did they already? Yeah, Darren Jackson got Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah. Jackson. I think Evan Mobley is. If Jaron Jackson's the best defender in the NBA, Evan Mobley is a very close second. Um, and I yeah, think I... that's only going to get better because he's only, what, 21, 22? Yes. Um, yeah, he's going to be a force for a while. Yep, it's going to be nice. Until he leaves and goes to South Beach. Take it down to South Beach, the decision, 2.0. Um, <laughs> Hawks, or Hawks, Celtics, Austin leads 2-0. You don't... What do you want? It's been a fun series. No, it hasn't. This is what I, this is what I thought been, was going to happen. The games have been fun to watch, even if you expect the result. Uh-huh. Okay, so I do not think the Hawks are a bad team. I think they're actually pretty well put together. Now that Nate McMillan is gone, they are playing. <laughs> I was waiting for the Nate mention. <laughs> He's got to catch strays every episode that I can. Um, now that Nate McMillan is gone, they are an enjoyable team to watch. It's... You cannot get a worse matchup than the Boston Celtics. They can beat you in any way possible, whether it's inside, outside, transition, half court. They're going to beat you every step of the way. They are, in my opinion, 
the best team top to bottom in the NBA. They have amazing depth. Um, Malcolm Brogdon is a starter on half the teams in the league, and he's their sixth man. Yeah. I don't think this is a knock on the Hawks. I think the Hawks have played very good basketball for what they are expected to do. But again, it's the Boston Celtics. What more do you expect out of them? Do you expect a team to beat the Celtics in the first round? Because that is stupid. How about you take a game? How about you start by taking a game? I'm sure they'll take a game. Are Maybe you? not. Maybe not. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. I wouldn't be that sure. Uh-huh. 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 I think they'll take a game. Okay. I, I'll. We'll reconvene on this next week because by They're next week we should be out of round one. They're not Thank taking games. Mad. Are we doing an Is extra episode? episode? I'm hoping. I want to start the extra episodes as we get into round two because round one has um, one and eight seeds. And yeah. There's not as much to talk about because like right now we're talking about wow the Celtics are beating the Hawks like that's, <laughs> that's what should happen. <laughs> there hasn't been anything like spoiler. Next we're talking about the Nuggets beating the Timberwolves. Um, oh, goody. Which overall has been that has also been a good series. Like yes. The Nuggets oh, are yeah. stomping the Timberwolves, but it's still been a good series. That's the point yeah, I'm trying cool. to make. Like the Hawks have put up a decent fight against the Celtics. First game was 99 to 112. That's not bad. Last game, I think it was even. Here's how you can tell Ren's not used to winning basketball. He just said <laughs> they put up a fight. They're getting swept, but they put up a decent fight. That's a moral. <laughs> that's, a, that's a moral no, victory if I, I've ever I, heard one. I get the participation trophy. So, he really is. A, He's giving the Hawks and the Timberwolves, from the sounds of it, a, a participation okay. trophy. So, yeah. before I move on to what I was about to say, the NBA gives participation trophies where you get playoff appearances on your record. So, I, I'll just say that like that, that already exists. I'm speaking as a fan of basketball, because if we're just going to say the best team is going to win and we know the Celtics are the better team, there's no point in having that first round, right? Do we like the game of basketball or do we like the trophy? Like, what is more important? For me, it is the game of basketball. That trophy is the most important part of that. But do we enjoy the game of basketball? Yes or no? I do enjoy the game of basketball in those Celtics-Hawks games. So far, have been enjoyable basketball. If you disagree with me, you probably haven't watched them. <laughs> have you watched them? I watched like part of. It. You watched I'm not gonna watch. It. I'm not gonna watch Trey Young okay. lose again. I've already okay. seen it enough times, man. Yeah. So that's so what good. I'm talking about. So good. It, it, I know the Celtics are making it out of the series. I'm not gonna even pretend that the Hawks are going to make it because they're not. The Cavaliers are making it out of the East. (laughs) But it has been fun basketball. It has been high energy. Solid defense from both sides, which is surprising. Not great defense. Not great defense at all. Solid. Solid defense. Um, And the offense you expect. like It's been energetic. It's been Lightning in a can. I, yeah, no. Bottle. Um, 
76ers Nets. We'll go ahead and not go to the other eight one. Um, oh man! Actually, this one's stupid. Like the Nets shouldn't be here. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> they really shouldn't. They just—I uh, I don't know. Kevin Durant carried them to a playoff appearance, and that's where we are. Yep, and they're about to get likely yeah, swept by the. They the are. Producers. Though, can we talk about game two? Sure. When was the last time? Oh. I guess I could go look to it. Is there was there any other game? Hold on, I'm going to keep talking while I'm looking for something. Damn but it. I do not think, and I don't see any. Oh, there was a Celtics Raptors game. So playoff basketball, and neither team gets a hundred points. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I'm not uh, sure how to feel about that. Yeah. Indeed had 19 rebounds. Who was the best player? Okay, who was the best player on the Nets that game? Uh, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. Yeah. The thing is, they've got a decent lineup. It's just... Because they've got Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Claxton, Claxton, Bridges, Bridges, and Dinwiddie. Yeah, they just don't and have Steph, any depth. They, they still have Steph Curry and Joe Harris. I don't know. That's actually not a bad supporting mm-hmm. cast for a star. But... Right. You and I have a different definition of bad supporting cast because you just said two players and acted like that was a depth. But that's the end of the depth. That's what I'm saying. Like the back end. They still uh, so, have all that those other players. All those other players. Would you like to name them? Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Nick Those Klaxon, are your starters. Yeah. We're talking about depth. Okay. Do you want a spoiler? <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie, Royce O'Neal, Seth Curry, Joe Harris. But even then, if you get oh. a star, one of those five goes so, to your so, bench. So, so. so they had three players come off the bench. That's your depth. Royce O'Neal is a yeah. key part of your depth. Joe just, Harris playing say for a star. I didn't say they have it now, but for a star, you add one of those players three, to the bench. Three of the starters had to play 41 minutes. True. They don't have depth. They have a decent starting five. Like, it's not a great starting five, but it's pretty decent. Like, they just have no depth, and you're not going to tell me that they do. And then, oh, they've got Royce O'Neal. <laughs> That's a decent supporting cast. The 76ers have Jalen McDaniels, Anthony Melton, Daniel House. I can't think of who else they've got. Paul Reed. Uh, mm-hmm. Gorgeous name. Mm-hmm. It's anyway. better than Joe Harris. Anyway. It's better than Joe Harris. Uh, Okay, let's get the other boring one out of the way real quick. Nuggets and Timberwolves. Yeah, it's going how we expected it to. Uh, It really is. Yep. Nikola Jokic stat padded. 27 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. Stat Paddington. Objectively bad performance, in my opinion. Objectively bad performance. (laughs) 
Uh, that part is I picked Stat Paddington to make it out the West. I that's even if you think he's stat padding, that's not a bad take because yeah. they have a great supporting cast. They do. Um, and they've got kind of an easy path after even at, like the first round is going to be really easy. It's not going to be that difficult to get there. I just don't think they get past the Kings. I'm just saying. I am so confident about this. It's going to yeah. hurt so much when I'm wrong. I know. We're going to have a whole... I, I'm going to do I the intro when you're wrong, by the way. The whole episode. I'm doing the intro. We are doing... I'm doing the intro. We are doing a funeral for the Kings. When it happens. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. But we're going to do a whole special episode. It's going to be just posted on the YouTube about how wrong I am. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's how sure I am that I'm I'm agreeing to a one-hour roast of Ren. Um, it's going to happen. Anthony Edwards did have a great game, though. Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. Eh. Yeah, is Let's, right. So, Ignoring your bias, Angelo, because I know you've got a severe bias against both of those players. When the trade happened, yes, we can acknowledge. I said it was a terrible trade. The Timberwolves overpaid, right? Like, we're completely on board with that. I 100% agree with that assessment. Did you think at least Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert would make a decent pairing since they did on paper complement each other's games because I thought this I'm was going you. to work really well. But then you realize that Rudy Gobert doesn't do anything except stand in front of the rim with his hands up and get blocks. Right, but Carl Anthony Towns is a really good perimeter player. He is. That's the point I'm making is did it on paper, did you agree that it looked like a good trade before yeah. you did not factor uh, in the value? Okay. Yeah, the value, <laughs> no, absolutely not. That probably I one seen, of the worst trades. Yeah, I've ever seen in any sport. I can't think of one actually worse than that. Yeah, uh, no. we're not going to baseball. <laughs> Go on. Because in the NHL. Technically, Wayne Gretzky was traded, so that would be a terrible trade just on the basis that you're trading the greatest player of all time. And nothing you get back will ever be of that value, but in basketball, for sure, it probably is the worst trade of all time. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of bad NFL trades. Hmm. But then There's again, I, them for sure. Yeah, I, I guess it just depends on whether you think like players should be worth more because there is a lot of under. I think what I would call underpays, but there are also some overpays like the uh, trade up to draft. Was it Mitch Trubisky? If I'm not mistaken. I the so, Yeah. Um, in baseball, you had the Rockies paying the Cardinals to get their star player, which was hilarious. But yeah, no, in basketball, yeah, that's, that's 
So that's that's up there, buddy. That's, that's I haven't cool. been paying attention for the past minute and a half. I know. Uh, yeah. So, to the listeners, I like baseball and I like football as a um, casual viewer. They're not my favorites. So, these two are the opposite. Honestly, Angelo definitely likes baseball more than basketball, because baseball is probably his favorite sport, I think. Am I right? Pretty close. I don't know. It's hard. It depends on the, the day. And then Austin yeah. is football. Oh. Football is, it is yep. hands down. He's regretfully a Cowboys fan, so that gives you all you need to know about his opinion. You don't That's even know what being a Cowboys fan entails. I see the memes. Oh, okay. Okay, you see memes. memes That's why are... I started talking about basketball, because I have nothing to hope for in football. So memes are how our generation and future generations will convey history. Through me. Oh, God, don't it remind be, me. It will be... <laughs> Oh, damn it. The history teacher over here. Uh, I use those in my everyday. You use memes? You use memes? I, 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 I do. Use every day. Immediate I, validation. I, I put them Immediate. in notes. No. You could have. You, you had to have kept. You should have kept that to yourself. Oh, my God. Validation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did the Oprah memes talking about war. You get a war. Oh, you no. get a war. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> that, that's World War One for you. Uh, no. Oh. Oh. So, yeah. It's, it's how we're gonna communicate. Like I fully believe that in our lifetimes, like if you've seen the movie Wally, where they're all floating around in chairs, we're gonna be doing that, and we are going to be communicating strictly in memes. Oh. It's coming. Oh. It's coming. So anyway, that's the long way of saying like I'm the only real basketball fan here. Real quotation marks. It explains all his bad takes. Yes. And so half of our group chat, not our pod we have multiple group chats. Our multiple. not our podcast group chat. Our main group chat. Every time something comes up NBA related, okay? And <laughs> this is getting made up, okay? Every single time we're talking about NBA rule changes or the NBA contract or like NBA players, I'm not kidding in the slightest. When Angelo, yes, you Angelo, are. You are way over exaggerating no, this, not. and you have. No, I'm not. You're way Every over exaggerating. So we had the. I'm going to give an example since I'm over exaggerating. Where we had the NBA CBA come out. And every single rule change, Angelo interjected with how the base or how the Major League Baseball that is a terrible name, Major League Baseball. Huh. How the Major League Baseball. Because like the National Basketball Association, the National Football League, the National Hockey League, the Major League Baseball. That doesn't make sense. We're going to talk about that one off air as well, because I have a problem with the naming structure. Um, oh, so, so what you're saying is Ren's going to do a... Do a... Behind a baseball the, episode. This is going to be a baseball. We're going to do a baseball episode. We're, no, we're going to do a behind-the-scenes episode, is what you're saying. Um, so, every single change in the CBA, Angela was comparing to a baseball rule. 
every single change. It's not everyone. It was everyone. It was just about everyone. It was, it was every not... single one. It was. I'm, my <laughs> snapping that day, 100% warranted. It was not. Even Austin, who's agreeing with you on everything, <laughs> is telling not... you it was too much. It was not. It was two things. It was everything. It was two you, things. You say I'm over-exaggerating, you are underselling it. It was two things, dude. So, Austin just, he'll talk about football, but he doesn't compare sports, because you can't compare sports. Sure you can. You cannot. Sure you can. No, you can't. Sure you can. You can't even compare the American League to the National League. Yes, you can. See, this is how You might be able to now. I I will give you now, because I think there were rule changes. I don't actually know. But exactly, you said it. You didn't even know what the freaking rules were because they don't make sense. There's a different oh my for every MB, or MLB stadium. Tell me that not true because I will pull them up right now. We will pause recording the main episode. We will start recording the post episode where we just talk. We're, that is going. <laughs> we're doing the post show about baseball. That's what we're doing. So <laughs> we're, guy... this is your dream. You're getting a baseball podcast out of me. You're welcome. Um. This guy. Where was I going with this when I started that tangent? No one knows. I don't know. It can go there with how many licks does it take to get to the center, centery center of a zero op? So I just messed that up. Okay, that was amazing. Los Angeles Lakers, Memphis Grizzlies. I'm surprised it isn't two nothing Lakers, and I'm kind of concerned. But it's I, okay. That was what I was going to say because they didn't even. Demetrius did not play. No, he did not. And the Lakers lost 93-103. They um, did. I was wondering if Anthony Davis Davis was out. He was not. He He's had not. a terrible game. LeBron had a good game. He had a LeBron game. Did not. I, I'm saying that, but as I'm looking at the box score, three assists is not a LeBron game. That's true. Um, Austin Reeves continues to emerge as a decent player. D'Angelo Russell had a terrible game. Uh, yeah, it did. I forgot Rui was there, but he actually had a really solid game. I'm a big fan of Rui. Yeah, you're such a big cool. fan that you forgot he was there. I'm not like a fan, like I'm following his career. I'm a fan of his game. And I'm sorry that Lakers and Grizzlies game starts at 11 p.m. <laughs> when I'm going to bed. When I'm game one was at three. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt also had a bad game. Really, LeBron and Rui were the only two that had a good game, so I don't expect that to continue. I, I, I mean, they'll get it right, and plus, they they already beat the Lakers with Ja out there, or they already beat the, they already beat the Grizzlies with Ja out there, so... And they took a game in Memphis. That's huge, so I think the Lakers will be fine, and my prediction that the Lakers will be beating Memphis is going to come to fruition, but we'll see. So... so segwaying here because segways are sexy uh very going back to the golden state warriors for a second Mm -hmm. oh lord let's say hypothetically because we know it's happening so we're not actually saying hypothetically but let's say hypothetically okay they do not re-sign draymond green Mm -hmm. what if draymond green goes to memphis with dylan brooks and then and then Grayson Allen leaves the Milwaukee Bucks. Grayson Allen goes to 
the Memphis Grizzlies. Honestly, with Demetrius. Would probably is that, the NBA. Most, is that the most hated team in the history of the NBA? In the history, is that more maybe hated not. than the Bad Boy Pistons? No. It but, might be. But it was soft for the Bad Boy Pistons. And good for the NBA. So, Look, you know what? You know, Dylan, you, you get my okay. stamp of approval. Dylan Brooks would kick my ass in a fight, okay? Yeah, probably. I still want to punch him in the face. I just, I just think he's too cocky, and I think he's more in the NBA right now. And that's what I'm saying. Like, with how he is, if you add Draymond Green and Grayson out, that's easily the most hated team of all time. Isn't Dylan I mean, Brooks I feel like if you team? add. I was say, I feel like if you add Draymond Green, he's just going to punch another teammate before the season starts. Oh, God, they could take each other out. Didn't Dylan Brooks say in the post game after game two, LeBron's old and he'll worry about him when he drops like 40 or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Dylan Brooks is just trying to be Pat Bev. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, God, just put Pat, Pat Bev on that team, too. Just go all out. Oh, boy. Yeah, and go for it. And Jason Kidd is the coach. That Jason Kidd is the coach is the move, though. Are we... Did we make it through all of the team? I think we made it through all the games. I think we did, too. I think we did. So, it seems like star players are missing a lot of time this postseason. Mm-hmm. You so, don't want to see. I, I don't want to see. So I want you to um, explain to me how load management is preventing these injuries. So first off, not everyone load manages. Second off, you already have rules to prevent load managing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I guess trying to figure out why load management works is kind of a negative because you're already trying to prevent it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. So, so uh, yeah. Let's let me ask a question. Does Kawhi Leonard load manage? He was injured, but so yeah. Does generally... Kawhi Leonard load manage? He was injured, but generally yes. He was injured. So, if Kawhi Leonard load manages and was injured, does load management even do anything? If Kawhi thinks it does something, then yeah. For him, yes. You know what? I'm I'm not going to trust Kawhi Leonard's medical opinion because the reason he left the San Antonio Spurs was because he thought the doctors were wrong. He thought he knew better than the doctors. I mean, it's still a mental thing. You still have to feel right. So Kawhi Leonard is the person responsible for his body. <laughs> so, I mean, if that's what he needs to do, that's what he needs to do. I'm all for it. I mean, it's totally working. Definitely. You know what? He sat out those games in October, November. He's going to sit out the games in May, too, because maybe. So here's my alternative. Maybe if he played the games, his body would have adjusted more to the physicality of the NBA and he wouldn't have got injured. You ever thought of that? I mean, you act like he doesn't play any games. I mean, does he really, though? How many games has Kawhi Leonard played? 
Why did all of my typing disappear? Because you act like Kawhi Leonard plays like 70 games a year. You don't have to play 70 games a year for your body to get accommodated to the contact. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Kawhi has been in the league for 11 years. Yes. One, two, three, four. Four years has he played more than 60 games. Two years has he played more than 70. Sure. You would think. I don't know. It's just a theory of mine, but if load management was preserving your body for a longer career, you would be playing more games. Oh, but that's just me. I didn't theory. I mean, it again. It's Kawhi's body. Well, maybe, maybe he's just had bad injury luck. Maybe his body hasn't aged as well as it could. Maybe this is what he needs to do to play the games that he plays. You don't know. I'm not. I'm not in there, so I don't know. But I don't think just because that's what he feels he needs to do, you should be, you know, witch hunting him and trying to put him on a stake because he wants to not play back-to-back games to preserve his body. That's like, I absolutely should be. Why? It's, be. it's one play. One, it's one player and one situation. Two, it's not like everybody does it. You still didn't Nikola Jokic play 82 games this year? No. How many did Jokic play? 81. 81. 80. Uh, I don't know, but Jokic is also a seven foot, seven foot tall, like 260 mountain pound man. Like he's, he's far more injury prone, but. Yeah, he played 70. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So, out of eight years, do you know how many times Jokic has not played above 70 games? One. He played 69 games one year, this year. That's great. And being that healthy is great. <laughs> That's not Kawhi's situation. I, 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 so we can maybe, move on from it. Maybe we should be emulating healthy players and not ignoring doctors because you know Jokic probably listens to his medical staff you ever thought of that maybe he like listens to the people that have dedicated their lives to understanding the human body you ever thought of that have you I, I just know what Kawhi knows I'm, man I'm just, I'm just telling you <laughs> just say that's what I'm trying to get across is I get that Kawhi feels this way yes but I'm saying trust medical professionals that have dedicated their entire lives, literally years of their lives dedicated to the study of the human body. They know better than you. So I just have... Go ahead. ahead, I'm just trying to figure out something for Angelo. Uh Are you supporting load management or are you supporting... Are you supporting Kawhi? Supporting Kawhi doing load management, if that's what he feels he needs to do. I don't think everyone should do it. But if you have to do it, I don't think you should be ostracized. I don't think they should make rules 
you know, preventing you from doing it, essentially. I think that's well, where do you draw the line? Not handing out awards because you <laughs> and and costing players money, incentivizing them to play hurt. But <laughs> that's where you draw the line. Availability is half of the award. If you're the best defensive player in the league, but you only play 50% of the games, you're not the defensive player of the year. You How often not does the defensive 50. player of the year play half the games? But that's what I'm saying. You need to be there for the majority, the vast majority of your games, the super majority of your games. I don't know about super majority. So if you have two players that are very similar defensively, let's say they are identical defensive players, right? Okay, this, this is a hypothetical, Angelo, but I want you to follow along. You have two players. Let's say it's NBA 2K. They have the exact same defensive ratings. They're the same height, weight, whatever, right? One of them plays 80 games. One of them plays 75. Which one is the defensive player of the year? The one who played the most games. Why? Because he was more active in his team's defense. That is how you quantify the defensive player of the year. He had more of a defensive impact over a longer period of time. MVP, same thing. If you're only playing 65 games, you're not the most valuable player. If you're only playing 70 games, I have a hard time saying you're the most valuable player. That's a pretty high bar, man. Availability is 90% of any job you do. Whether you're working at a gas station or you're a basketball player. Showing up is the first step. If you're not going to show up, you're not the employee of the month. You're not the most valuable player. Oh, it's it's really subjective. Honestly, it's not. I don't think it is. I, I, don't think, it is. I think it very much is. Because like, you didn't answer my question. Because, you because, because you don't answer. have a vacuum where people have the exact same stats. Sometimes the person with the smaller sample size can have a huge, huge gap between the dude who played 80 games okay so yes but yes if they're the exact same and one person plays 80 one person plays 75 yes you want the person with 80 but i'm just saying that's not very often the case it's more often the case that like if you have two players that i'm not saying identical i was using identical as an example i'm saying similar if you have two similar players which the race for defensive player of the year like i said between jaron jackson evan mobley um, I think Drew Holiday definitely, sh- like, honestly, the playoffs have made me realize I was wrong. Drew Holiday should have been the defensive player of the year. That's fair. He, the dude is out of this world. Um, he really is. When you talk, when people talk to NBA players, Drew Holiday is one of the guys they say they don't want to go against. Easily the most underrated player in the league. Yeah. Um. But if you have those three players, they're all similar. Like, in terms of, like, defensive impact, right? Availability comes into play for me in terms of voting because I want the guy that's going to be there. MVP, the same way. If you have two guys in a race who have similar, in my opinion, the most important stat is player efficiency rating, PER. It's the one I always go to. And you have a player that's a 31.5 and a player that's 31 the player who is more involved in his team's successes, as in he plays more games and is more active in those wins, is the MVP. Whether the other guy scores more points or not. Because the other guy has a smaller sample size to go off of. 
right? It's if you play one game and you score 33 points and the other guy plays 10 games and he scores 33, 30, 29, 28, 30, your average is going to look a lot better because you played one game, whereas he played 10 games. So his average is going to be lower, but he was better over a longer period of time. That is the MVP to me. So yes, incentivize players to play more because they are, I really hate to say it, they are the product being sold. You are the entertainment. People are paying for your jerseys. Play, people are paying to watch you play. I feel like every week we talk about this. We do. It's a big... Well, shut up about it. Let's, okay, fine. <laughs> when Kawhi is eliminated from the playoffs, I will stop talking about it. But when Kawhi is missing games in the playoffs, despite load managing, I'm going to question load management. Um... Why, so, hold on. I don't actually, why is Demetrius out? Was it back? He landed on his hand and aggravated tissues. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. That, that's, that's a crappy one. It, it is. Everyone always, like, leg injuries are absolutely terrifying and painful, but landing on your hand... It's going to mess with your shot, too. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, you know, it, it, mess, it messes with a lot. Handles everything. It's as bad. I think it's... A, I don't play, so I wouldn't... Now, know. my question like, is... is it, I think it was his left hand. It was question, his nine shooting? I believe so. So the important question is, is that his Glock hand or not? This guy. Is that his beat-up teenager's hand? It is. It is his Glock hand because I'm thinking in my head. I'm seeing the video from the strip club. He had the gun. You really just can't let that go. I'm not gonna let it go. He should have got more of a punish. If at if David Stern was the commissioner still, we would not be watching him play right now. He would be out until the middle of next season. And you can say whatever you want. David Stern ran the NBA like a mob boss. Like, we didn't have any of these weird freaking pregame. You're sounding old, man. You're sounding really old. We didn't have any of these whippersnappers running around. It was professional. professional. Threaten and shoot people. Yeah, we did. I mean, yeah, we did. Jamal Tenner out of a strip club. Uh, You know, the amount of people that don't know about that whole era of the Pacers, like the reason Steven Jackson and Al Harrington got moved from the Pacers was because uh, Steven Jackson got into a fight with a dude at a strip club, and there was a huge shootout, and it was a big ordeal, and yeah. Kept under wraps, though. Um, what else is there to talk about? I don't know, but you'll find it. <laughs> I don't know, but Let's go back to load management. Oh my god. I'm kidding. Um... There was something else I definitely wanted to talk about, but I don't remember what it was, so we're going to fill the gap right now. We're going to talk instead about what we're looking forward to. Like, I know this is early, but what are you guys looking forward to the most in the offseason? Is it going to be the draft? Are you looking forward to seeing where Victor Wanbanyama goes and where Scoot Henderson goes? You mean the bust? Wow. That's weird. Scoot Henderson 
is now saying he is the top player in this draft class. Do you agree with that? Honestly, I just need to clarify something. Is it Scoop or Scoot? Scoot. Scoot. Okay, Scoot Henderson honestly sounds like a bad NBA 2K villain. No, so I've said he sounds like a side character from the movie Hoosiers. <laughs> With Shooter McGavin. Um, Shooter McGavin. Not wrong. I'm trying to, like, so we've got the, is it the Thompson Twins? Uh, we've got Brandon Miller. I'm not going to lie. I really didn't follow the NCAA this year. Normally, I keep track of March Madness, but this year my bracket got absolutely Everyone's bracket got busted. Mine was done the first day. All four of my Final Four teams got eliminated on day one or day two. Um, That must have been a great experience. It was embarrassing, honestly. I love it. I wish I was there. It is literally the worst. Why didn't we do a bracket? I don't know. I don't know. I honestly didn't do a bracket this year. I thought you said you did for work. No, Alexis did one, remember? Mm. That's where the confusion was. We got to remember to do one next year because I'm not going to be the only one to get embarrassed. Um, Austin, did you do a bracket? Nope. That's what I thought. You're the only one that got embarrassed. I mean, you guys are embarrassed by association. Here's I what am, I'm you're right. I am technically think about this. I want you guys to just silently reflect on the following statement. Are you ready? Yep. No. I am the leader of our band of idiots. Okay. That means you are following an absolute moron. Sure. Right? You like, better not me. I know I'm I'm an idiot. I will put my hand on a Bible and say it. I am an absolute moron. But you go along with it, right? You do. You do. Um, I've heard it both ways. You guys have this game on? Which one? 76ers Nets. It's the only game going on right now. God, pay attention. Kind of boring. No, I do not. God, no. It's a great matchup. I... It is not a great matchup. MVP Joel Embiid with two points through the first. He is going to win MVP, though. Tyrese has been really fun to watch, though. I'm... Yeah, Tyrese Max. Who been are... Which players... We'll start wrapping up here, but... Which players are you most excited to watch the careers of? I mean, it has to be... Victor, unless you're talking about playing now or in the draft. Playing right now, playing right now. We're not talking about the draft because a player could look really good in college or overseas or the G League or wherever they're playing now. Yeah. And then well, I mean, so we still we can't we don't know how good or bad Chet's gonna be. He got hurt in a freak way. We won't uh, ever know. We, we won't know ever that. know. We oh, don't know wow. that. Um so playing right now. Let's talk more specifically about players that we've already got because that are out of the potential sophomore slump. So rookies, I don't like judging rookies in their first year because like we've had players like Michael Carter Williams who were amazing in their rookie season and then god awful for the rest of their career. Um, And we had other players like 
I think even Chris Paul had a really bad... No, Steve Nash. Steve Nash is what I'm thinking of. Steve Nash's rookie season was god-awful. Great career, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't like judging rookies in their first couple years, just to be fair to them one way okay. or the other. So, players that are not rookies, but are young, who are you most excited to watch the careers of? Obviously Mobley. for me, Mobley, Shea, both of them have Tyrese's, whether it's Maxi or Halliburton. Um, yeah. And then, honestly, De'Aaron Fox. I'm I'm on the Kings bandwagon here. Honestly, there you are. All aboard. The more I see, the more I get a sneaky suspicion that Darius Garland is just going to be an average player. I don't think so. I think he's going to be an above average starter. I just don't think he's going to be a star. No, he's not. I don't think so. Well, but we'll okay. So I think he'll be a star. I don't think he'll ever make that leap to superstar because in my book, superstar is like top 10, top 15 player in the NBA. That I don't be... think Darius Garland will ever get there. No, um, I don't think he'll. Yeah, he I won't. do think so. This is a spoiler alert for the offseason. When we do our player position rankings, because we will do an episode for each position, I do think Garland will pretty easily make it into all of our top tens for point guards. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily because he's a good point guard or because currently the point guard position is a little weak. I'm going the weak side. It it is a little weak, like, thinking about it right now. We are definitely in the era of the small forward and strangely shooting guard. Yeah. Yeah, point guard's probably the second weakest position in the league right now. But this is also a, um, so. Yeah, I think Garland will be a star. I don't think he'll ever come close to superstar. Just because I think if you're going to be a superstar, I think you have to either be so unstoppable offensively to make up for your lack of defense, or you have to play an elite two-way game, and he's never going to be a defensive stopper. Yeah. And I just don't see that, what we call the Mamba mentality out of him, like, for offense. Like, he just doesn't have that in him. Like, yeah, he can go out and give you 40, but he's not going to do it consistently. No. Uh-oh. I agree with that. Kobe 81. Kobe 81 point game. That That is up there for top NBA moments of all time. Oh, yeah. No, you're right about that one. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. Also a good one. AI talking about practice. That's AI. iconic. That's yep. iconic. That is. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of one with Steph. Steph, uh, there's a game winner. I'm trying to think of. I mean, realistically, you could say the fact that Steph Curry changed the landscape of the NBA. Yeah, it's not one moment, but he changed the entire NBA. Honestly, like, yes, I will say LeBron being drafted or LeBron's the decision are two of the top moments. But did either of them have the same impact? Because, yes, game-changing player. But 
Steph Curry changed the NBA. Oh, what? Austin, check this for me. Was Michael Jordan's last shot for the Bulls? I'm trying to remember. I believe his last shot ever taken for the Bulls was a buzzer beater game winner. If so, that's number one. I think it was. I could be imagining that in my head. Ted Cannon. I mean, now I'm just going to go with it because that's. During the game, the Jazz were leading 86 to 85 with 18.9 left. Michael Jordan stole the ball from Carl Malone in the post. Jordan then ran down the court, used a crossover dribble and a slight shove on Byron Russell to <laughs> nail a 20-foot jumper for an 87-86 lead with 5.2 left to play. And, and a slight shove is basically. So it was. Did they end up winning the game? Yes. Um, I would. Yeah, I'd assume so. So Michael Jordan's last shot for the Chicago Bulls was a game winner at the end of the game. That is up yes. there. And dropped 45. And he dropped 45. Oh. Has there ever been a player as good as Michael? No. There's a better one. No. <laughs> Luca's yeah, not he just hasn't yet. been born yet. Luca's hmm. not there yet. He will be. I don't think so. I fully, fully respect LeBron James as a basketball player. I will not call him the greatest of all time. I don't care if you could, like, you could give me reasons for him being the greatest of all time. Totally respect that. Totally understand that. You're not wrong with any of the points you're making, but I will never call him the greatest of all time. That's fine. I just want to point this out. Michael Jordan, at the same time, was dwindling with the Wizards. If he was even still in the NBA. LeBron is the leading scorer on his team and potentially about to push them past the first round of the playoffs at borderline 40. Mm-hmm. You, is, is there name, – name a better player at this advanced age than LeBron James. Name one. At this age? Yes, at this age. Name a better player. I mean, I'll give you longevity, but Tom Brady. Turn, <laughs> why are we <laughs> so, <laughs> so going back to the decision, okay? Because we've talked about that a few times here. When that happened, the comparison for greatest of all time was going to be LeBron James winning, right? It has shifted. And you might not notice it as a LeBron stand. But in the past few years, it has shifted. Instead of being about accolades, once it became clear that LeBron James was not going to catch Michael Jordan in terms of championships. Because he's not. Like, it, if the Lakers won this year, like, I'm building a bunker. Because it, 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 it's just not happening. <laughs> when it became clear that LeBron was not going to match Jordan or beat Jordan for total championships, LeBron stands like you shifted the greatest of all time requirements to, to longevity. longevity. It wasn't about requirement. I, I I just asked a simple question. I asked, who at this advanced age is better? Perform, performing at a higher level than LeBron James. I mean, Kobe dropped 60. 
he dropped 60. Kobe was averaging like 20. Like, I, I just, I don't agree with the metric that you're trying to use here. Because, again, we're not saying who's had a better career. We're not saying who's won more. We're saying, yeah, he's old and he's still doing good. He's not going to win, but he's still doing good. As if that's the metric we're judging them off of. And that shouldn't be the no, case. No, he's not just doing good. He's doing greater than anyone who's ever played at this point. That's not just good. I don't know. I I don't think that factors into the GOAT conversation, though. How? Yeah, I just... I, because without... So, without the Achilles injury, Kobe would be there. Maybe. And then there's no maybe. <laughs> there's no maybe. Kobe would probably still be playing today. <laughs> wow. Kobe would still be playing today. The season he got injured, he was averaging 27.3. I don't remember how old he was at that time, but he was already up there. I think it was 35-36. But, yeah, no, I, I just... It, it's being disingenuous. And it is a conversation that has shifted in recent seasons where now it's, well, look how good LeBron's playing when he's old. Michael didn't play that good when he was old. Like, and it's also, it's, it's, also, it's also Go hilarious. On. It is also hilarious because, Angelo, don't say anything, okay? Do not okay. interrupt here. Austin, it, do you notice there's the direct correlation between the people that are saying, like, things like, oh... He's playing good when he's old, and also Luca's not good because he hasn't won yet. Like they care about the rings unless it counts against LeBron, <laughs> in which case it's about how good he's playing when he's old. Yeah. Have you noticed that I in our friend group? <laughs> I don't remember which side it goes, but someone's moving goalposts. I don't remember if we say that about Ryan or if we say that about Angelo. We're moving what? Goalposts. Oh, it's both of us here. It's absolutely okay. both of us. But that's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is <laughs> has he not said it doesn't matter how good you play if you haven't won? It's true. So, do you agree that it's a little disingenuous for him to not say he's not the GOAT or he's the GOAT he hasn't won as much, but he's played longer? So which is, I can it? See is, it, that. is it the wins are the most important thing, or is it the longevity? Is it the high level of play that doesn't end up meaning anything, or is it the rings? Which is more important? Now you can talk, Angela. So, Go ahead. Which one's more important? Is that a question for me or for Angela? I just want to see him talk his way out of that one, because it, that is what he said. You're not good if you don't win rings. But if you play good when you're old, that counteracts rings, apparently. Is he speechless? Does he not have a counter? Listen, I just, at this I point, 
if, at this point, I think you're right in the sense that um, who you have is the goat is who you have is the goat. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, I mean, that's oh just. Oh my the, god, that's the politician answer. <laughs> that was such a agree to disagree. That, that was like the most political answer I've ever heard. That's the, I'm not going to disagree with you because I have said that on this podcast. But you also just completely destroyed everything I was saying. That is what he just said. <laughs> because either he agrees with me and destroys his current argument or disagrees with me and destroys his previous argument because he said Damian Lillard <laughs> is not one of the greatest players ever because he hasn't won anything. Single time. Yes, he hasn't won a single time. So if you win once and then play good when you're 40, you're the greatest of all time. As long as you win that one. You act one. like LeBron doesn't have 10 finals appearances in four rings. How many wins? <laughs> I said and four rings. How many? Hold on, hold on. How many finals appearances does Michael Jeffrey Jordan have? Six. How many finals wins does Michael Jeffrey Jordan have? Forty percent versus a hundred percent. This is a real tough one. Hey, you still got to make it to the show. And LeBron make it to the show. He made it to the show every time. (laughs) He did. LeBron did make it to the show every time for about a decade, pretty much. And then he lost it every time. Not every time. 60% but, of the time. Yes. But could you name the super team that was made to stop uh, Michael Jordan? Uh, made to stop Jordan? Yep. There wouldn't have been one. Because it didn't happen. No, because it wouldn't have there was there was no what do you mean, there was no Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green coming together to stop Michael Jordan. Oh, let me let me happen. let me let me ask you this. What Jordan super... was the Warriors of his no, era. No 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 but... no let me let me, yes, let, me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What super team did um Michael Jeffrey Jordan leave Chicago to go form because he couldn't win a ring? <laughs> Which one was it? Listen, mobility no, 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 was no no, no. no, no, I'm trying to give you context. You cannot have mobility it both ways. was not that huge of a thing back then. So here's the thing about here's the mobility. Difference between, like here's the difference between Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. Because I'm going to include Kobe here, and honestly, I could include also Larry Bird because they have kind of the same mentality. So if you were to go one-on-one against Kobe or Jordan and you beat them, right? And you beat them specifically because your left hand was amazing and you were doing circus layups every time. The next time you played, they would have watched you do that thousands of thousands of thousands of times. And they would have came back with a counter to that. If you beat Jordan or Kobe in the NBA Finals or in the Western Conference, Eastern Conference, whatever Finals. They're coming back next year having watched your game more than you and figured out your weakness and exploited it. Whether or not that's going to work out or not, that's what they were going to do. What they were not going to do is give up and go form a super team. So when you're having the GOAT talk with me, do not try to justify it as what super team was formed to stop them when the player you're saying 
What super team was formed to stop that player was the player that formed the first real super team. Boston. I'm telling you that team does not come together if Boston doesn't do that. But that's regard. You consider Boston the super team. You that don't? Was... Okay. So do you remember in the group chat when Austin's name was Shady Oaks Retirement Home? That was Boston. <laughs> They're very good old men. But they were old men. And that super team was not put together to stop LeBron because LeBron hadn't won anything yet. No, it wasn't. But I'm saying he formed the Heat. He specifically said he formed the Heat together and he went to the Heat because of that. But because that's what Kobe wouldn't do that. Jordan wouldn't do that. You don't. I don't think you know that, especially if they're in this era. I think we do know that. I think we saw that enough because they didn't go to the finals every year. And, like, we can talk about, oh, they went to the finals every year. They went to the finals every year on a super team. I don't know how many times LeBron was on the best team in the NBA. Not the best team in the NBA. You only have to be the best team in your conference. And every year he was on the best team in his conference. That's kind of what you have to do to win a championship. That's part of it is being on the best team in the NBA. That's not true. Sacramento Kings are going to win this year. Stop it. I just love Austin's like presence on these shows. Like I feel like he like when we're talking about going into the episode, he's like full gung ho. Like, yes, we're gonna do this tonight. And then like we just get on our little soapboxes and he's just like, I'm I'm not associating with these dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, he's too busy. He has to find I'm me here for the witty one liners. He's here to Austin, what's the meme for the hundred years war? The Hundred Years War. Yeah. They actually teach that in Florida schools. Probably not. No, not really. They teach that the Civil War was about states' rights. <laughs> God, what's the meme about the French Revolution? Please don't say they don't teach that. I didn't get to create memes then. Wow. I was too new. Can I create the memes for your classes? <laughs> if you want. Okay. I'll send them to you. We're doing the Cold War. Oh, oh God. Holy. Well, I'm about to end up on some sort of watch list. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are. You already are. You know, let's be real. You've already been on a watch list. We're basically doing the post episode. So let's go ahead and wrap up here. And then we'll do the post episode. I So, Angelo, um, just for clarification because i actually do not know where do you find the post episode because it is not on the rss feed no it is not it is a youtube exclusive oh so after this episode go ahead and pop on over to youtube for the after episode where we would you want an rss no i I don't i do not want us to lose our not explicit rating so on the bonus episode after episode whatever we talk about more than basketball. It's kind of just a life, universe, and everything podcast. At night, we're going to talk about baseball and other things. Oh, boy. Uh, that's going to be over on YouTube. No Reserves podcast over there, I think, is our YouTube. Is that our YouTube? I think I've changed it to No Reserves Radio. <laughs> no Reserves Radio over on YouTube. We are on all the social media platforms. I used to say that every episode, but we really uh, haven't 
used them. We have actually some decent interaction on them, but I get the notifications and then I forget about it. So you can follow us on all social medias except TikTok because we're not putting that on our phones because yeah, we're too old for that. It, well, no, it's probably just going to get banned. We're too old. For that. That's brilliant. Also, coming June, there will be new changes made to the social media. What? What? Yep. What? made an announcement what? that we're not aware of. <laughs> um, so, apparently, we're going to go learn what these changes coming in June are. <laughs> Thank you for joining us tonight. Join us over on YouTube for the after episode. It's a little more adult-themed content, I guess. It's a lot dumber. And yeah a lot more of insulting each other and it's a more realistic conversation between us because we monitor ourselves here because we don't want to so okay made a time uh you have to not cuss like at all like you can get away with a couple here and there to yeah. not lose your explicit or not explicit rating which basically gets you off of any algorithm of like anywhere anywhere yeah. it doesn't matter if the person like if you are only subscribed to adult content you're like subscribed to like porn stars right and you're listening to them do audio porn star things i don't know you're into what you're into i'm not your dad i'm not judging you goodbye um, explicit non-explicit rating uh, yeah so like if you're into that and you're watching all that <laughs> or listening to all that even if you're doing that if someone is explicit, you're not going to get a recommendation from them, which makes no sense. So our main channel here, which is our RSS feed, is we try to limit that. There are occasional times where we do do the evils of cursing, but most of that is going to be our authentic conversations, which are on the post episodes, which are not typically basketball related. So if you're looking for something not basketball related check out the post show because I know some of our listeners who are people that I have encouraged to listen to us out of threat. Um, they're looking for our content later when we branch out and other things. You're going to get that there. We're going to talk about movies, video games, whatever. In this case, it's going to be baseball. So we're still talking about sports. So if that's not your thing, don't go there. Um, but still go there. Whatever. I don't know. Again, I'm not your dad. Thank you for joining us this week. At Weech. Weech. Just ended, Angelo. See y'all later. That okay. was a mess.